0: Hello and welcome back to the Bible study girl podcast you guys This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl, and this is take two with my lovely executive Uh, producer, (laughs) Bible Study Brother.
1: Uh, It is I, Icarus Gray, also known as Bible Study Brother. I'm also a podcaster, so go check me out at Gray Area Anime.
0: Yeah, go check him out. Listen, we're all human, we all make mistakes, and we (laughs) are... Is trying this again. We're gonna talk about grieving today. <laughs> Maybe we needed that little bump to get us uh, over this humpity hump of grief. Uh, I really yeah. wanted to talk about grief and grieving today because I was with Bible Study Mama last week or week before last, mm. and we were dropping off cards to her coworker who lost his husband, and Mama was talking about how she was talking to her co-worker about how dealing with grief, when you lose somebody you love, when they're taken from you, when they're murdered, how it's a different experience. And there's nothing anybody could say to ever prepare you for it or get you ready for it. Mm. And she says, you know, Sarita went and looked to see where my brother you know, was murdered. Like she went out there. I never went. I didn't see it. And that's something that I personally don't even think about because I can't process it. And I think that's why I've probably been a little more emotional this last couple of weeks because I've been thinking about going back to see where he was laying. Because you can still see his blood in the ground. And I have... I think I just keep revisiting that, and so it makes it harder for me to just be a regular human being walking around. And this was seven years ago. This was seven years ago, and it makes it harder for me to be a regular human being walking around and dealing with my everyday emotions because I don't tap into that. I don't think about it. It's harder for me to function as a human being when I have to think about losing somebody I love In a traumatic way. And so, Mm. um, we're talking about grief today. And how Mm. do you get through it as a Christian, as someone who loves the Lord?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've ever grieved properly about nothing. Um, I know I just typically just cry about it and then, like, throw it into the back of my mind. Right. Right. Um, Even though the things will, like, change, like, how I do stuff and change, kind of, like, how I act and change the way I'll go about doing things because I'm never thinking about it. Like, I remember um, before (laughs) you broke me down (laughs) um, before I was uh, ordained um, because I saw people that weren't going to be there. Physically. Yeah. And uh, I made a,
0: let me... I think you need to clarify. I uh, contacted both sides of the family to get pictures of people um, that weren't going to be there that day to hear Joe's first sermon. But that I know, you know, would have been there if they were physically present on this earth. They would have been there to champion him and cheer him on. And I just wanted him to remember like, hey, they're not here physically, but they are with you always. And so... I, I, that's why I did that. You know, I'm a sentimental person. Yeah.
1: And it took me out because like, I don't, it's the hardest thing in the world for me to think about things like that. Um, I think about me and my patriots relationship and it's like, we were close, but we were never as close as everybody else is. Um, I was probably, oddly cl- I was closer, I think probably to grandma Lucy.
0: I think you probably were. But Grandma mm. Lucy spent a lot of time like in our home.
1: Yeah. And, um, but the same thing with uh, um, Granddaddy or Hershey. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a little bit like, I can never understand what he was saying, but it's just he had this spark in him when we were around that that's all I know him for. Like, I can never understand what you're saying. But, I do know that this coffee is about to be Lit. melodies from heaven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like that you gonna let me sip out of this saucer like a like a, a puppy. puppy. <laughs> That's what we all did. Um, but I remember because like that was the first time where it's like grief was like real in a real way for you um, because I was young enough when that hurts died to kind of grow from it and like not really notice how grief affected me at that time mm-hmm. um but with mom pastry um i was back home or no it was yeah i was back home how old were you um i would have been 19 mm-hmm. almost 20 and so um i would go uh when she would get chemo sometimes um, and we said, and I was like trying to talk and I was feeling really sentimental because, um, I had never asked my bedroom for anything except for like right before graduation. I asked for a quilt because I realized I didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have a baby one or nothing like that. The, all this stuff that people talked about. And she made me two, uh, quilts. She made me a blue and white one. Cause those are my favorite colors. I said, you ain't got to make it complicated. I just, that's what I want. And, um, The day she died, um, I was working that entire year. I was, like, working. I just threw myself into work because I wanted to show mom that I could be consistent in something, that I wasn't just a mess up, you know. And we were going into work, and she was asking me, um, did I want to go see her? You know, because she was – and she was telling me, but in my head I just kind of – It was not real. Because – mortality, in that sense, was not real to me. Like, I hadn't lost, I mean, we we had lost uh, Miss Willingham at that point in time as well. Or not at that time, but yeah, a couple did. years prior, I think. Because it was before I graduated. Um, and I remember just being like, no, because in my head, you know, you'll be fine. I'll be able to get up there. And um, it was after that like, I just didn't know what to do. And I couldn't, like, process it for a while. Because um, I, I just numb. I just, I just get numb. Normalcy, doing a routine. Like, that's my stubbornness, my routine. My routine is, you know, okay, I get up. If I'm tired from work, I'm about to watch something. I'm about to watch anime. I'm about to play my game. I'm about to do something that is normal. That gives me this feeling that 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 can um it can be eternal, so when Express you found out that, that she was gone,
0: did you cry? Are you an immediate cryer? I'm not or immediate. Here?
1: yeah because I think I was at work
0: I let me tell you when I cried. I had just moved to Houston when she passed. Oh, I'm, hadn't I'm. even been there, and the crazy thing is a hurricane came. Mm-hmm. I moved to Houston in August. Hurricane came in September. I didn't stay in Houston. I came home. They said hurricane and I said, Hey, I'm coming back to the house till this hurricane situation is resolved. Mm -hmm. But in coming back to the house, I actually had the opportunity to see her before she passed. And that was the hardest thing ever. We are not like a cry, cry family. Like we don't sit around and hold each other and hug like as a big family rule. I think our immediate family is more sensitive, but, We still don't sit around and cry and hold each other. Um, Mm -hmm. And so to see her suffering.
1: We definitely hardly ever cry at the same time.
0: Right. But to see her suffering and in pain, like I literally had to leave out of the house and just cry. I couldn't take it. And so when mama called me the following week, because I went home once the hurricane was resolved and she passed away like. I got back to Houston and she passed away within the next couple of days. So I didn't cry about her passing, though, until I had to call my job and tell them, hey, I know I just, well, everything was shut down because of the hurricane. But I was I was like, I won't be here because my grandmother passed. And I was crying hysterically. Like when I had to verbally say those words out loud, I was hysterical. (laughs) I have not worked for these people long. I don't even really know anybody, but just having to give that report was like, oh my gosh. My best friend was so concerned about me. She was like, I will fly to Houston and drive you back home. Like you don't need to be driving. I literally... I do not even remember the drive right, the
1: entire way back. Is I say. drove
0: all the way back to Rock. I don't know how I got back. Jesus was driving yeah. that car. I was, I, I was not in my right mind. And so I don't know. I, 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 that was, I think the first daddy Hersey dying was sad for me and it was hurtful for me. But I, I think in my mind I thought it just would not be possible for her to ever die. Yeah.
1: No, the <laughs> same. The, but the same on both because I remember, two moments I remember. I remember being up at the VA, mm-hmm. I
0: think is where he was at. Well, I really don't. I don't,
1: I I don't remember think where he was at. I
0: think he was at St. Vincent's.
1: I think so, too. Mm-hmm. But I remember getting on the elevator and knowing that was the last time that I was seeing him. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being at the uh, hospital the last time I was on my pay because we were at the hospital before they sent her home to hospice. Uh, Lukey was up there, and John Boy was like, oh, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was sitting with me, because he, like, it was, it was just, you know, I love the Jays. Um, and we went in there, and we was talking, and this is, you know, funny enough, uh, Lukey just repeats himself. Uh, he was talking about, the, about <laughs> cannabis and stuff. She just sitting like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I remember that. But, like, after that, you know, like, those are the only two glaring memories I have. Um, I didn't start crying, so I went with uh, one of my homeboys to chase after some girl that he was <laughs> into at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember being out there, and it was the night before the the funeral. I almost at wedding, because I do that very often. Um, and we were out there being kids. I was, like, smoking. I think I was, like, high, something like that. I came back and realized, like, I, I think it was on my way back, like, Mama somebody called me and told me I was going to be the caravan for um, the Little Rock crew. For the Little Rock people. So, uh, Chantel, Chuck, other people are going to be following me back. Mm-hmm. So, I'm already freaking out. You know, we're getting back home. I'm exhausted because we was out late, like, way out. I don't remember where we was at. And I get back to the house, and it's like, I could not come down from smoking the weed. I, I needed to at least say that. Make sure it's like, no, I ain't on that. Uh, the other stuff. on other stuff. <laughs> Went on that other stuff. Anyway, <laughs> you have to say that nowadays, because um, these kids, woo, child. Anyway, so I get back to the house. Y'all weren't there, obviously, because yeah. y'all were already down there getting stuff. So together. you did
0: not go to the wait?
1: No, oh. I was at work.
0: Mm. That's how crazy I was. I didn't know you weren't there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so, like,
0: I, I had no clue until right and, today. And you'll
1: see a parallel until when we get today. To this <laughs> other part of grief. Okay. So, the, at the same time, I'm uh, like I couldn't get down. I remember I was sitting in the corner of my room, like I was on the floor, almost like in the fetal position, and I'm just crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, just. Help me. I'm battling, you know, probably dealing with grief and just like still numbing myself out. I went to sleep. Um, my best friend came over to ride with me the next day, and drove everybody down there. Um, and I don't really I mean I remember like homeboy was walking with me, so I could view, and as I'm going up, he dipped, <laughs> sat himself down. <laughs> And I had to walk up there by myself because y'all were already there up at the front. So then I'm like, what the crap? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm crying and like, I did okay. Or no, I did. I was like, eh. And I didn't really start like bawling until I think at the end, Uncle Chuck hugged me. Mm-hmm. And this is when I think we had the original conversation of, I don't want nobody touching me. Yeah. When I'm like, just leave don't, me alone. Don't, don't make me, don't make me, like, don't make me do it if I ain't got to. <laughs> Like, even but though I probably need to do it. I was it, say, do you think that's healthy? Do you- oh, no, it's terrible. <laughs> it is a terrible practice because yeah. then you end up with, like, because when you Bottom do cry, you. that headache comes, that can only be taken away when you go to sleep. Yeah. Nah. But, you know, that was my grief experience. And it's like I immediately, like, regretted my entire year. Did you? Because that was the lovely year that we had the most fun as a family. We did have a uh, We celebrated. Time. Every month we would have a family get together for a birthday party. So, like, we were breaking all kinds of we only need to get together for the Families, major holidays. Yeah. Like, we're celebrating people. We're celebrating life.
0: Like, our entire family. But I yeah. think there's a great blessing in that. Yeah. And there's a great joy mm-hmm. that we have spent the entire year yeah. gathering together as a family just yeah. because for everybody's birthday, if. It's gen- if your birthday is in January, we're celebrating Amen. you yeah. this month. And we got a theme, and, you, yeah. and we
1: sent out an <laughs> a email for everything that people need to And bring. I didn't
0: even live in Arkansas at the time, but I made quite a few parties. Like, we're just partying? Let me let me get to Arkansas to you celebrate. Did. I did. I did not live
1: here. Yeah, I don't think it was many you missed. Yeah, I didn't any, miss. To be honest. I
0: didn't miss many. Because it would um, be like
1: a weekend, and mama
0: So I will say that is a gift, and I think that made it a little bit easier, but it's still not easy. Oh, it made it hard because I
1: didn't get to make as many um, of them as I wanted to because I was working, like, and I'd be like, this is, like, my work thing is I have a hard time asking for time off because a lot of the time I know how we get down. Like, I got a little bit better at it at my, my previous job because I was like, forget you. We going on this cruise.
0: But you learned from not spending
1: that oh, time with her yes. that family
0: is important. And oh, and I, this oh job no, I did say weird. that.
1: And I said I'd never do that again after this, and I didn't. Yeah, Like, when we needed that time, like, I'm out. Like, and I'm telling you six months in advance. Right. Because tickets are paid for now.
0: Like, I'm not – I'm spending time with my family. I need to treasure um, them. So yeah. I would say my grief with her – was definitely different than my grief with Uncle Michael being murdered. But it's not um the grief is not something that ever goes away for me with her. Like anytime I have a
1: milestone. Yeah. Yeah. You just No, I I'm there. Like, you know, like you know, there were two two times the ordainment and obviously my wedding. Like, and if it wasn't, like, this is where I will thank God for the fact that we were beefing. (laughs) Because if we were not, you would have done everything in your power (laughs) to make me remember (laughs) all of those. I mean, we had something for her. We did do something for her. But it was nowhere near the um, event it would have been. Like, you would have had me in connecting up there crying. Because I, you would have taken the time to, like, okay, well, who's this person, that person? There would have been something that would have, like... Anyway, I'm glad I didn't have it. I'm, I'm fine. I can, I don't <laughs> grieve well, so I didn't need it. But, see, that's but, the thing. Uh,
0: like, I, I'm i so grateful for her life because her life...
1: Yeah, it, it was... It, it It's...
0: But it's a process, and that's what I'm like. I don't like talking about grieving, but it's so... It's important. And we're not done. We're still not, and like yeah, we we gotta, have and we're this is
1: gonna be a longer episode because I'm not doing two parts yes, of this because we this got because we have done. two more <laughs> grief situations to talk about that I'm going to talk about so I can get this out to help with the grief. Grief,
0: um, and so that's something like I said. and Thank you for holding down the fort while I cry, brother. Um.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I, listen, and because she is on the verge. It pulls mine back. So you do whatever you need to do. If I need to mute you so you can cry, so I don't cry, I appreciate
0: it. I was, but I, you know, I'm thankful for her life, and I'm thankful for the legacy that she left behind, and I'm thankful that I do have a family. Um, we rally around each other, so that is a blessing. But that doesn't mean that I don't miss her. It doesn't mean that I don't miss her uh, tremendously, especially when life is going on. You know, like you said, it's your wedding, or like when you have your first kid. It is almost unbelievable to me that she won't. She don't know my kids. Not that I got any, or I got a man to make one with. But I'm just.
1: Oh, there you go again. Get <laughs> stay out the DMs. I will find you. Um, um but, but
0: just I mean that's that's a real thing. But like I, that something. that
1: would be the only thing that I think that I did that's similar to planning a wedding. Right. I thought all the time about. How amazing it's going to be for my kids to know their great-great-grandparents.
0: Right. And that's not the reality. And I also have to think about it. It is a blessing that I knew my great-grandmother for as long as I did. I was 24 years old when she passed away. You know away. how
1: crazy it was <laughs> to, like, talk to people? And, like, this was one of those things that I did not realize was not normal. Yeah. Like, people normally don't even get to meet their grandparents. Right. And I was like, wait, y'all didn't know y'all great-grandparents? I had three sets. You did that you got to spend Three time sets with, like that like grow. loved me. Right. Well they loved of you. the greats. Ooh, Oh, anyway, I'm gonna say some stuff on this podcast. Moving on. That's another episode. Um we probably woo. ain't gonna record that one. <laughs> no, we not. <laughs> um so uh,
0: yeah, there's that grief that doesn't ever go away. Yes, I i do get to celebrate her and I probably I know personally I don't I don't process grief the way I need to. I, I, I I'm thankful, though, that I do have presence of mind to know that I can celebrate her life. Yeah. And there are things that bring me back. But if we talk about losing our uncle to murder, (sighs) I can't even. That's something I don't even tap into.
1: No, here's the grief of that situation. That's why I said here's the parallel between how I should have basically known he was out of here. It was the day after my birthday.
0: It was close to your birthday. I it was don't, like
1: a week after, because it was November
0: 9th. Yeah, it was a week after your birthday. Like, so your birthday was, was in the middle of that week.
1: Yeah, because it was that Saturday that all this stuff happened. So I'm going out to celebrate my birthday. Um, By the time I get to Cajun's Wharf, which is no longer there, <laughs> mm-hmm. sad enough, Um, like i I drunk, mm-hmm. good and drunk. Good and having a great time, with my, my my friends and and workers and stuff at the time, um, and y'all text me or call called me, saying, you know, Uncle Michael had been shot, in my head at that point, I'm like, all right, it'll be all right. Like yeah. <laughs> he probably just, you know, and he probably hit his shoulder or something. He gonna sit in jail for a little while. He'll be all right. He'll yeah. sit down somewhere, and um, like I got home. Driven home by that point because, like I said, this is good and drunk,
0: good and drunk, good birthday celebration.
1: Um, and I walk in the house, and this is these are the things that I remember. So I remember walking into my bedroom and I woke up. Here's the thing about me I normally sleep in an under tee and some basketball shorts, that's what I sleep in. What I woke up in was a t shirt. No pants on. Still I'm unaware on, which is weird. And I'm, so I'm sitting here <laughs> like, you know, and I know I had got a text from y'all like prior, to, cause y'all knew that night. It wasn't like something y'all found out that morning.
0: No, I wouldn't do that night.
1: And um, so I wake up and I'm thinking y'all have come back had come back to the house because I'm I wake up and I'm like how does it smell like beans in here? Like somebody must have been cooking and then ran off to get, you know, down there because everything that's going on. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't. You were still to you yeah. And so I get up and I'm like, oh, well, let me go and fix this, you know. And I'm trying to like again. It's not really processing to me. So funny part about that was is what actually happened because what I said was that I remember walking to my bedroom. What happened is me and the best man of my wedding, we walk in, we have a conversation. I give him one of the pineapple edible arrangements or white chocolate covered pineapple arrangements. We're having a whole conversation. I then say to myself, and this is also a guy thing, that I want something to eat because I'm drunk and I want to eat food. So what I did was is there was a George Foreman grill that is the best thing in the world to cook a butterball turkey patty on. They had cooked all night. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And so, like, when I get up, I mean, it turns itself off. I think it, I didn't know in felt Praise God. but yeah. So, like, I'm like, ah, uh, that was not beans and that was not them at all. They're not here. hmm And I remember, like, kind of, I'm sitting at the house and I'm just kind of, like, trying to come to myself and, like, I'm not really knowing what's going on. 'Cause in my head I'm just like, nah, it's not really real. It's not a thing. Mm-hmm. This didn't happen. And y'all came back and we started, I think, at some point that like that evening. And when we were talking about kind of like what happened and going through it.
0: So you did you know he was dead at this point? Yeah.
1: You did. I had read the text and it just wasn't You didn't process real. It. it was not because a real. Because the last thing. thing that happened between us. And you and uncle Michael was
0: y'all had, we fight. almost got into a fight. Yeah. Like y'all had real a deal
1: fist fight yeah. in behind my cousin. Cause yeah. I was just like, nah, mm-hmm. you not finna talk to her like that. You just not like, we mm-hmm. not finna do it. Like, I know you think whatever, whatever. And I'm not finna get up and fight you. You just finna to sit down and understand what I said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, the unresolved emotions of that being so you, the last—you had
0: a lot. He's dead. Our last words were not good.
1: No, didn't even care. Yeah, because there was a point in time where that was my favorite person in the world, right? Because he just lit up a room. Mm-hmm. It's it's the thing that I talk about uh, with our family being like. You show stealer. It no don't matter what you do, you're going to steal the show, baby. That's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what we was raised to do is be the show. You know, whatever it is, you got it. And so when he, like, lost that and we kind of, like, fell out and he changed you know, who we was in the latter parts, like, I was just always disappointed um because of how great I knew him to be.
0: So when do you think it hit you that it was a real thing?
1: Oh, at the funeral. That's oh no, no no driving down there. Driving down there. Um to
0: make funeral arrangements? Yes. Okay.
1: Because that's like we were driving and everybody was fine. And I just started crying.
0: I will say that is one thing that was unique about his murder. I, you know, your energy that you had towards your job after mom patriot died, and, and that I'm gonna spend time with my family. I wish folks would pass away after I've been at a job for a while, but it, that's never the case. So I had mm-hmm. just started my job. I don't, I moved back to little rock. I had yeah. been in my job Parallels. for like a month. Yeah.
1: Parallels. Cause it's the yeah. same.
0: I had been in my job for like a month. Um, we got the, I was in Conway with mama at a concert and my cousins were there. We were there to hear my cousins sing in that concert. Yeah, my co-
1: of bad news right. in that concert.
0: So we get the news in the concert that he's been shot. Well, first he was missing. Nobody could find him. Then we get the news that he's been shot. But again, the family that is there in Conway, we are all thinking like Bible study brother, he's shot, but he's not dead. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe somebody shot him in the leg. I don't know. Like, he shot... Like, somebody he,
1: shot his toe off. Yeah. Like, it would have been a it, story that's like, man, man, somebody shot his toe off right. and they told like, him to not... No. ...in a gambling game was, or something.
0: Yeah, there was no way he was dead. That was not part of the plan. That wasn't something we could comprehend. And so, we get the news, you know, he's going to the hospital. So, we leave the concert and we're driving... We get the news that he's going to be in Memphis, okay? So we're going to keep going further. We're going to go past the exits we would take to go to Turkey Scratch because we're going to Memphis. And when we're crossing over the bridge, mama got the call that he was gone. Which leads me to your experience in the car driving down there and just crying hysterically. Mom and I had been back and forth all that week doing stuff for the funeral, trying to figure out we hadn't had anybody in our family murdered before. We didn't understand, you know, it was just a lot going on. My job, I was like, listen, I'm not coming this week. I don't care what,
1: I, I don't care. Oh, I I'm was not, only able to get, I'm I think not, I only got like two days off or something. I
0: was like, "I'm I'm not a functioning human being. There's no way I can be in a room with anybody's child right now. I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am. I don't know what life is right now. I can't function. So I remember being in the car with mama, me and mama, going down there one day. And I don't remember if I, I probably was driving at this point, and she just burst into tears, like loud, hysterical crying. We weren't talking about anything. It's just Nothing. quiet. It's the, like, it just hit literally. her, and she could not... I couldn't be that because I'm driving. I will let you be out. Mm. I will let you be out, do whatever you have to do, honey. I understand. And so I understand you. It, it was a little, it like, just he just. I don't know.
1: And, and I'm like, yo, I don't know. Now, there were funny things that happened, and I wish I could. T- I, I am tell gonna tell we I'm gonna, I'm tell, gonna the tell
0: the story because I feel like that was part of our grief. That was that was the thing about the grief that was so crazy. We went we were on our way down there to make funeral arrangements. He had What's ha-
1: a view? To pick coffin view.
0: Did you see? We did not see him that day.
1: That was the day after then.
0: Yeah, we didn't see him that day because oh, when no, no, somebody no, we had to when someone is released. murdered in the state of Arkansas, they have to go to the crime lab in Little Rock for an autopsy. And our family, tr- funny enough that I know all of this. Yes, you do. And our family, typically when somebody passes, you know how a lot of families wait. We're gonna wait for everybody. We have a quick turnaround. If you die, we are having your funeral. That week, my Patriot passed on a Thursday, we had her funeral yeah, Sunday, Saturday, yeah. like,
1: Saturday. it was a it was Sunday, I don't sun- oh, know, because I was already off, no, I took, a- I don't care, I don't know, what. It
0: long story is. short, we don't hold long, so his death was uh, a detour for us, because we didn't know when his body was going to be back and ready for her. Burial, so we were on our way to the funeral home. <laughs> this and is after Joe has been crying,
1: and I day. was like, I was done, and I was fine. We he had gone down, to pick we, up, we uh, got to pick up
0: my grandma remember. and my aunt. And this was also my first time being involved in the actual planning of a funeral, oh, yeah. so which is a, a different way. Of kind of it's a whole different, it's a whole different experience. It was a whole
1: lot of like the things you see on movies that we be laughing at. It's a whole lot of like, you just pick it. I don't care. Yeah, but it like, was. It was oh. like. It was. It was, I was a. I like, lot. but you gotta pay. Uh, like, okay. Like, I don't even care right now. Just let me let me whatever. let me set the scene. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at a light. A red light. A red light, mind you. We are stopped. And boom, the car behind us hits us.
0: Rams into us.
1: Like and and not like and it wasn't like head-on collision. Like oh Lord, it was more like this is enough to where. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what happened? And then we're okay. A little bit.
0: But it also is like, like Joe said, you know, on our way down here, he's been hysterically crying. We are all going through The emotions
1: are at a million. So I'm (laughs) like,
0: like, what is going (laughs) on? Now what's about to happen? (laughs) We are at 99. Like, there's no room. I'm stunned. I'm like, I'm driving. I'm thinking to myself, like, because, again, I'm not in my right mind. Did I take my foot off the brake?
1: Like, no, like, what happened? Like, did I hit somebody? Like, did I hit somebody? Like,
0: who hit us? What happened? Yeah, like, and what
1: had happened is there was a car, the car behind us got hit by the car behind them.
0: Right. And so they pushed us. So, so the guy that does the hitting.
1: Well, once the cops get there, because we're all just sitting in the car, kind of just waiting, he gets out of his car. Now, again, you've hit a car. Which made another car hit somebody. Like you've caused a bit of trouble. Here. Right. He walks to the car that he hit, says something to them, walks past our car.
0: To check on the people. To check in on the people in
1: front of us. Like literally not stopping at the other.
0: So can I tell you, I mean, the tension is already in this car period because we are on our way to make that's
1: not the bad part (laughs) i'm gonna let you go so then he gets to the front as he's coming back to again just not say anything in the silence of confusion (laughs) my grandmother like while my aunt is crying Mm-hmm. 'Cause that oh I said silence. There was not silence. not silence. There, there, there was crying. crying. <laughs> I just forgot about the crying.
0: It was a lie. She smacks the glass. She's not just not just one time. She is beating on the window of my car oh,
1: <laughs> Hey, MF. <Malfa. laughs> <laughs> Y'all see. <laughs> I, 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 you 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 see her? Do you not see her? And she was so
0: mad, and it was. Under, and we started laughing. All of us in the car started laughing, like, because at this point, what else can't can believe you what's do? going on?
1: What else can? And you, in what? my head, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to get out this car fight, because <laughs> if, if he can't say nothing, to him, like <laughs> I'm gonna go to jail. Like, what's going to happen to me? What's going to
0: happen? In the middle of grief. I thank God that we can look at this story and And when I say, listen, this this is is the
1: grief and emotion. She has no recollection of doing it. She
0: didn't even know she did it. She is out of her mind. We are all
1: literally. Losing
0: it. Just trying (laughs) to make it. so
1: Bits and pieces
0: bits of, and, of, and of pieces of we're, we're not whole people right now we are struggling on the struggle bus but even in the midst of that turmoil just she and i guess it was so funny to us because she was like what are you talking about i didn't do anything we're like no no you,
1: this is you what almost, you did you, you almost, almost broke her window, window. <laughs> like you literally hit like i'm not saying like she hit it with The force of a MAC 10 truck is what it she, felt like she shook she, the car, she
0: shook the car, she was so angry. And I think we all, we all, I she needed that release, I'm sure she did. I'm, I'm positive, she I'm did. sure she
1: needed that release. Given we, y'all, go listen to the episode and understand that that lady did that,
0: <laughs> right? Um, and you know. It was amazing to me that she could sit and talk calmly about his death in her episode when she's talking about her life and her life story because I'm not there with his death. I'm not there with his murderers walking around free. I'm not there. And I think that's a lot of the reason that I don't deal with his death because I don't know how to. I don't know how to process that. I don't know how to walk through it. It, it, It's a a hard process. You know, it's a very difficult process.
1: So to me, Mm -hmm. I handled that way better than this last grieving situation that I'm going to talk about that I'm currently dealing with. That is fresh, very, very fresh, um, March fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, my stepfather my my wife's um stepdad um was shot, killed um in the middle of all this COVID craziness right um and uh I had gone to get me and make something neat mm-hmm. I walk back in the house and she is screaming bloody murder and saying, like, hey, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, uh, kids is dead, kids is dead. I was like, what? What What, what happened? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm trying to get something together. You know, like, in my head at the time, I'm making. like, man, he been out here doing something. Like like Uncle Michael, I'm saying, like, he out here, doing, he's out here doing something crazy. I don't know what happened. And. um
0: Death is not on your mind, no. No, Ever. not really. Yeah.
1: So we're driving over there, and I'm like, nah, man, it's going to be something different. And I didn't cry. That day, um, I remember I called y'all, told y'all what happened. Like, all my boss, told him I was not going to be at work the next day. Right. Because I'm going to be here for my wife. That, that's what I'm here to do. You know, that's the kind of thing. And um, it was the day after. I don't remember what happened. But, like, we we don't cry together, me and Kanai, You don't? I just can't. Because if she's crying... I, I go into protector mode or let me You fix have gone into mode.
0: protector mode today for me. Um, you let me sit here and cry and I sure appreciate it.
1: It's it's a mechanism because the thing about it is because I'm not. Because
0: of the two yeah. of us, I probably would say you are more in touch with your feelings and being okay with crying. I'm not a crying. I'm not okay and with it. It just uh,
1: happens. But I'm just saying. Because like, I get passionate. Like, I don't be wanting to. <laughs> like, literally, when I get to that point, it's literal. You're not listening to me. I'm telling the truth or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Cause it used to be if I started crying, that was the only way you knew I was telling the truth as a, as a kid. And then they told me stop crying. So at this point I was like, I eh, guess I got to get better at lying <laughs> or whatever the case may be. But anyway, but <laughs> I,
0: but I do appreciate, I do see that in you that you are.
1: It's hard okay. because I don't be wanting to cry, but it's like, you wouldn't even be able to, I, well, we just want to be crying here. and Ain't nobody going to be able to stop the other from crying. If I start crying. So, um, I think you know,
0: crying is healthy, although I struggle with crying oh, and being vulnerable.
1: I just have horrible things with doing it. Mm-hmm. The moments I cry when I like break, um, and so I'm like trying to get my thoughts together. Um, I remember saying something to her that night about like, I was, God had told me, like, hey, there was nothing you could have done. And it was like, God came up for me to say stuff like about the Uncle Michael stuff, and I think that was him. Also trying to calm the fact that I've been through a similar situation. Not this close. Like, I literally... Like, you went to the spot where he died. Yes. Drive by it every time.
0: You don't ever think about it?
1: No, every time I do. That's what I'm saying. Like, every time I drive by it. Because we drove by it to get there. Yeah. You have to. There's no other way, like, from our house that you can get there. Oh, you're talking about your new situation. Yeah. You have to drive by it every time. But you drive
0: by it, too, when you go see grandma... Uncle Michael's, but yeah. you never went.
1: No, so that's so why that's know. why I'm saying it's okay. not a gotcha. it's not as apparent as a store, right? Like, so I um I don't remember when it was. I like came back from somewhere and I was like I was walking in the room and I started to think about how he cared for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different because a lot of those realizations, like I was telling you about. It's really in, all in behind my ordination, uh, ordainment. I don't know what else. Licensing. Licensing. Uh, anyway, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, I still haven't got my license yet. But anyway, think about that letter. Uh, he came not only to the licensing, but to Men's Day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He didn't have to do that. Like I don't. You know, I I, I I want people to come, but I never expect people to show up and show out for me other than the people that I know who will. If nobody in the family came but you and Mama came, I'd be straight because okay. I know, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, I pre- like it's more of a surprise to me anytime the family shows up and shows out.
0: But that's what we do.
1: I know. But I don't have very many things where people can come in. You know what I'm saying? So either way. So um, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about this stuff. And I just started crying. Like I do not know. Like I'm on the bed in the fetal position. Like I felt like I lay down and I'm like kicking. And I'm like, I'm like, this is like, why? And I just could not stop crying. I'm like trying to push it away and I'm trying to talk to these words as Kane comes in there to console me. And I'm trying to find the words to tell her what this is and like how like this was so different. We wasn't at odds. Yeah. Like. We were in a place of where, like, it's like a big brother that gets on your nerves sometimes. Right. And that's what it felt like. That's what he was. And to know how much he cared and seeing it and being like, man, you should have. The last thing he was doing was grilling for everybody everybody like he just wanted everybody over there he missed everybody everybody was out of the house Everybody is out of the house thinking well anyway everybody's out of the house so and um I didn't and still don't know what to do with it it's hard you know like because we're already in this pseudo quarantine thing where I ain't been on a vacation or nothing in almost like two years Like I've been working at my my new job for a year um, as of like two weeks ago. And I haven't relaxed my mind at all, you know, and um, I don't know how to do grief. I don't. I know how to cry in a moment. And just stuff it and get back to my routine.
0: Right. And that's what I struggle with as well. I cry in a moment. Um, But like I said earlier, this last two weeks, I think just thinking about it and and my unresolved feelings has left me in a pretty grouchy mood and really tapping into that and realizing there's work to be done. You know, we're not supposed to grieve as those who have no hope. But then what does that look like in real life? Does that mean I'm not going to have hard days or days where I'm sad and I'm terribly missing that person? I don't I don't think that's true, but I also realize that I need to find some healthier ways, like yeah. I've talked about before in the blog about unpacking boxes, and that's a box I really need to unpack and I really
1: need to deal with it. Well, we um we started with it Knowing that we were in a uh, um, a place where we needed to heal more, when we did the when I did my first blog post for you, which is what is forgiveness yeah. about this, you know, about how I felt, about how it's not worth the energy that we give bad uh, relationships and stuff or anger. Right. Um, nothing can succeed in anger; it's just impossible. You know it just doesn't like you know If you don't address Those things and it's just It's hard you it's, know It's I've, very um,
0: difficult and I I Know it to be true That if you haven't Lost someone um, Like in a murder Situation you have no idea It's, it's not
1: even something that you can it's,
0: You cannot explain it It's not something you Like I said I I, I deeply miss my great grandmother, but I have a peace about that, yeah, and a lot of times I don't have peace about
1: oh no, I don't have peace about either of them in a yeah. because it's not just like it's not that the resolution isn't there, yeah, in the sense that it's like nothing happened and in in, in as far cases, as I know for both situations nothing happened nothing has happened right so it, it I can't even get like it's like but honestly seeing it's, it's like seeing her cancer seeing a cure for it and not being able to to get to it. it yeah and it's like somebody has a key and they're holding on to it and they just won't open the case to give it to her
0: yeah but I also think for me I don't even know if that would. I don't know if that would fix it.
1: It would do something. I mean, it would feel like... The thing that upsets me most on on both ends is the, you just get to move.
0: On with life.
1: On with life, normal. Like you, you didn't lose nothing. You might lose sleep, maybe, if if that's where your mind is, if you think you did something wrong. Right. Um, you know, all those people down there that... Anyway, but that. That part. While people have to drive by your home. Right. The place where you died. Right. Every day that they go out and just on the day to day.
0: Right. That's that's the difficult (gasps) part. I do take, I do, I don't grieve as a person without hope. I really do not. Um, But the reality of it for me is that, some days are better than others. So it's just getting to the place where you have more good days than bad, I guess.
1: I mean, but um, it's also getting to, it's really leaning to God, yes, um, because Lord. in those situations it's leaning to therapy and everything else. And talking about it, about those feelings, because nobody can ease what you don't tell them you're ailing from.
0: Absolutely. Um, you're- the power of life and death is in the tongue mm-hmm. and I we have the power to change really the course of our lives and and, and and what we're going through so you're right I think it's important to talk to people um to be open about what you're feeling I would say i I do have a good network of people that will check on me because I'm a strong I'm the strong friend you know like yeah if something is wrong with me I'm not. Nine times out of ten, I'm not going to go to you and say, hey, today I'm having a hard day. But if you ask me if my day is hard, I will tell you. I'm not a liar. Man, I will say my day not is hard. Offering,
1: uh, you know, I come off the gate.
0: I know. Anytime you have a hard day, I know.
1: It's coming out the <laughs> gate because I'm like, <laughs> cause I got to get it. But I, but that's how I, yeah. like as soon as I can do that with you or, um, you know, we connect. sometimes I'm working on it because our communication has to get to a different cause when I'm talking to you about it, you get what I'm actually frustrated about. The wife in her is like, I got to do something. She wants to But fix she don't it. really know how to fix it. Because majority of the time I'm just like, sit here. I'm just listening. here to listen.
0: Just yeah, I am fix it.
1: That's what I do. I listen. Like uh, now she could shove cookies at me. Well, I, cookie I'd monster. eat the cookies. I'd eat the cookies. <laughs> um but <sighs> it Right. Grief is right.
0: hard, and it touches it touches everybody's life. Yeah. You don't get out of this world without experiencing some, some form of grief. grief. And so really my push and my drive is that I keep saying this, but it's so true, and it's it's really what I want for myself and everybody, that we be healthy, happy, and whole, healthy in all areas of our lives. And so... Being in touch with our emotions, recognizing that we're sad, but also knowing that there's a God who created us and who created us for a purpose, and He has a purpose for our lives, and we don't understand it. And life gets hard, and we we lose things, and we lose people that we love, yeah. um, and but finding and, and being able to find Him in that—that's the yeah. hard part. Because Where all is, is not he? lost. Where is He in that? And I think that that is probably. Um, One of the bigger struggles for me Finding God In the sad moments of life So And
1: that's what you have to You have to Because The thing that is Most important Through every storm There is actual sunshine Clouds move They can stay For 40 days And 40 nights Mm -hmm. But a rainbow is coming And it's like it's not just to appreciate it more but it's to know that all things work for the good they yeah. just do
0: even when it feels and it's not like going to feel like crap it.
1: and it's it's going to hurt and it hurts there are days where you're going to be upset after 367 days of not being right. upset it hits you and it's going to hit you know something will remind you of the situation I was you know okay with Uncle Michael's stuff. Then Keith happened.
0: And, and then I'm it's not, like
1: yeah. now I'm not okay with it at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Now I'm in a you know in a fresh state of actually feeling the parts that I couldn't feel with Uncle Michael with this. Right. Um but God is gracious. He is and I and, and he hears and he and hears. And the things that you gain are more than you could ever lose.
0: But you have to be willing to look for those things. You cannot just wallow
1: in. And you can't fixate on you feeling like you making a list of the things you gained. Right. Because your list is never going to be full. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is if your list only um, surmises like in our situation of the 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 murderers being charged and put in jail. We're not getting that. Probably not gonna ever get that. But
0: power, of life, and death is in the tongue. I don't know about that.
1: Because but yeah. what I mean is like, even if that, I don't, I'm, not, see I'm it, saying I'm, I'm not banking yeah. that. I'm not banking my whole existence on that. on that. Yeah. Okay. On, in terms of the things that I want to gain, right? But if I gained a better relationship with my sister. Um, cause I remember us talking about that right. and like, in the fact that I'm not going out like that. Right. Like I could not have imagined something happening to you during our stuff. Right. Or vice versa. Like I wouldn't be the same. Right. I would not be able to function. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, I, I, I want to go out of my way to gain the fact that not going down, you know, or letting the sun go down, being mad at somebody. Having that energy, I gained more time with my family because we're more aware.
0: We are very much more aware, um, and it can be hard to look at the the pluses and the positives when you are in the thick of it. And I I do want to say this too before I leave. I think it's so important um, if you have a friend that has lost somebody um, that they love. Care doesn't just stop when the funeral is over. No, the real you after because. I was out of my mind when Uncle Michael died. That whole week, I I was just trying to make it through the funeral so I yeah. could just try to figure out, you know, what life is. So it doesn't stop after that. I think part of being a great friend to someone who's lost someone is checking in on them and being persistent about that and not just for a day. You give it a year yeah, I to mean, just even check there, in just, and like, say, are you okay Or not even ask that, just to do something nice, something considerate, something that lets them know that they are thought of, they are loved, that you're praying for them. That you're there. And they say that.
1: And what's funny is they say that at every funeral. Like, hey, when the food runs out.
0: Check on them. Check on
1: them. Right. Because, and we so often just do that. So please check. Because your strong friends ain't finna tell you about this. Not at all. Like, even though I talk about a lot. I hardly ever really talk about my... Like, I'd be like, that's crazy. Like, it's just crazy to me. And that's my that's your short response. version yeah. of being like...
0: I'm not okay. I'm
1: not okay. Right. Like, I'm letting you know I'm not okay. <laughs> but I like, I'm saying it this way. So, if you really want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But you got to ask me because I'm not finna burden you with my grief right now. Lame. Like, I, let I, me know what you got in your mind.
0: It's important. You have to be persistent. Um you have to be persistent. It makes a difference. It makes a
1: difference.
0: Cuz grief is hard. Grief grief, grief is, is hard. Grief is hard
1: and we we do not grieve alone. No one grieves alone and Well, the hope alone. is that no one grieves alone. Yeah, the hope is that's the
0: alone. hope. And I I know it's selfish, but I feel better. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like I needed to I needed to talk about. I needed to talk about lost I needed to talk about how to push through because yeah. to me part of the podcast point of the podcast is to be open and transparent and sometimes I'm not okay and I wasn't okay and I didn't want to leave it swept under the rug am I 100% better no but I feel better
1: yeah I'm not there Because uh, you
0: had to But see I spent the episode crying And you had to be the strong man <laughs> So after the episode the is, is over Strong cleaning man Yes The strong gutter cleaning Cat nail clipping guy uh, uh, <laughs> So I'm here for you, bro. Like after this podcast is over,
1: ah, that's then fine. you By can then, cry. No, then I'm stu- like, no, it's, it's, we were not talking about it. It's stuffed. No, like, un- unbox no, it. I we won't. just
0: we just spent an hour talking about it. You need to unbox it because uh, I want you to he be ain't healthy. Me yet. No, um, listen, I want you to be healthy. I want you to be whole. Real talk, like yes. I'm tapping into my emotions. All those years of therapy are paying off. Man, once you start unboxing stuff. Oh, my God. It's like, you don't stop. Like,
1: and I was already an <laughs> unboxer as is. But I'm only, like, and that's the craziest part, I think, about me as I'll, I'll end after this. Okay. But the craziest part about me is that with how much I unbox, it is literally only the smallest of portions. True. It is literally just the surface emotion of what is actually upsetting me about whatever that is.
0: I think that's true of most people, and I we uh, need to get better at unpacking. Yeah. We need to get better at unpacking so we can move to higher heights. And
1: well, we hope uh, that y'all appreciate this long grieving episode. Probably, I think it's our longest episode. It's the longest
0: episode ever, but I think grief is can be the longest process
1: ever. Oof. All right, I like what you did there. Yeah, it's true. Like, and she uses wordplay like that <laughs> every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Um, you should email her at bs oh bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com i wrote it down as bsg on here because i was like i ain't gonna write all that out again on instagram <laughs> is underscore bible study girl twitter is bible study girl two. and i didn't mention this last episode but we also have a facebook so go like comment subscribe to all of those things so you can always be um, in tune, informed. We appreciate each and every one of you that are listening. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we've seen some of the numbers, and they are looking good for um, a fledgling podcast yeah. such as this um, that's only going to continue to grow because of you and because of God's continual um, watchful hands over us. So remember, it's not he preach, she preach, the bird preaches, the cat preaches, we preach.
0: And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. You're a young yeah. young yeah.